Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, Bill welcomes James Rollman, Deputy Director, Program Management, Education Services for the U.S. Veterans Administration. Deputy Director Rollman has a wealth of information on educational opportunities provided by the VA. It literally is a cornucopia of choices for educational paths, not only for veterans, but for their families as well. You may believe you have used up all of your education benefits, but you should apply anyway, as there are numerous programs constantly being added. Remember, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Continue listening to hear what the VA may be able to do for you or your family. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I've got a great guest with me today, James Rollman, Deputy Director, Program Management, Veterans Benefit Administration, Education Services. That's a long title to get on your signature line. Yes, sir, it is. (laughs) You know, we have had some great guests on talking about what the VA is doing in order to make the VA more ready for today. I've always said the VA is proactive. You folks seem to be operating well in advance of what we need in order to be able to be there when we need it. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we're, we're always trying to innovate and move forward and keep up at the pace of our beneficiaries and make sure that we're really delivering the services, the information, and the benefits in a manner that they want. Um, and we have been moving forward uh, with a lot of modernization to stay on top of current trends and make sure that we are, are getting that information out to them timely. Let's talk first about what your department does overall, and then the GI Bill, and then who's eligible. Sure. We offer a number of different education benefit programs under the general heading of the GI Bill. Our benefits can be used by veterans, service members, reservists, dependents, Uh, Children and spouses can use uh, transfer benefits, and we also have benefit programs for survivors as well. The eligibility criteria can vary a little bit. Um, The biggest program that we have right now certainly is the post-9-11 GI Bill, which is for individuals generally who've served at least 90 days on active duty on or after September 1st of 2001. And that program pays tuition and fees, a book and supply stipend, as well as a monthly housing allowance. Uh, We have some legacy benefit programs, the Montgomery GI Bill, 
uh, as well for, for some individuals. Uh, we have the reserve benefit. Uh, we have the dependents educational assistance program, which is primarily for the uh, spouses and children of veterans with a service-connected disability rated as total and permanent. And then we have a few specialized programs, which are of much more recent vintage. We have our Vet Tech High Technology Pilot Program, uh, which is for individuals who have some remaining GI Bill benefits and they want to pursue a high tech program. And we also have the Veterans Rapid Retraining Assistance Program, uh, which was rolled out as part of the American Rescue Plan in March of 2021 and will continue to seek enrollees until December of this year. And that's for veterans who are unemployed due to COVID-19 and don't have eligibility for some other GI Bill benefit program. And it gives them the opportunity to have those benefits so that they can seek training or retraining to find employment in a high demand field. I just opened a cornucopia. I can see with all the things tumbling out of your mouth. There's so many different benefits that Let's say just about anybody who needs educational help, regardless of what their status is, ought to at least ask the VA if there's something to help them. Absolutely. We have uh, a call center that individuals can contact to talk about options and, and possible availability for GI Bill benefits. That phone number is 1-888-GI-BILL-1. Also, uh, that in, in terms of numbers, that is 1-888-442-4551. Once again, that is 1-888-442-4551. And also, uh, questions can be asked through our GI Bill website uh, as well. And if you go to benefits.va dot gov as in government uh, there is a link for education we also have the ask va functionality through which individuals can send questions to us about uh, possible eligibility for education benefits as well as giving a good summary of the various gi bill education benefit programs including the eligibility criteria so they can do some research on their own as well you know, it's, it's very interesting to me, all the things you're doing to modernize and to stay up with the technologies of today, like finding out from the people who are students, how do you want to communicate? And you did a study on that, correct? Uh, yes, we did. As, as part of a school tour that we did a few years ago, uh, we met with school officials as well as, as veterans and dependents and other beneficiaries to ask them about what they liked and didn't like about GI Bill benefits, how things could be improved, and how they really like to communicate with VA. And one of the things that we found out is they do tend to prefer things such as websites and text messages as opposed to paper letters, emails, and telephone calls. Uh, so as part of our, our digital GI Bill IT modernization project, we're really focusing on leveraging electronic real-time types of contact and media, artificial intelligence, the ability to get questions uh, answered virtually through chat box functionality, focusing on text messages for a monthly verification of enrollment to ensure that the benefit payments 
continue out the door and really modernizing based upon that feedback that we have received from them. And that digital GI bill that I mentioned is, is one of the things that we're really proud of uh, that we've been working on since last year to focus on modernizing and integrating all of our IT uh, so that there's a seamless one-stop shop for our, our not only our veterans, but also for school certifying officials at the institutions that are approved for GI Bill benefits. So everyone can do their part to make sure that we have a timely and seamless delivery of benefits to our beneficiaries, allowing them to find statuses of their claims, as well as get any kind of on the spot service that they may need as they go through their educational and occupational endeavors. I've noticed recently where Several universities have been found not to be full universities, not really accredited. What does the VA do to help a person that decides they want to go to a school, make sure that school is accredited? Uh, sure, that's a great question. Uh, there are a few things that we do. First of all, not every school in the U.S. or internationally, and we can pay for schools all around the world, provided that they're approved for oh, GI really? Bill benefits. Yes, we do have uh, a few thousand people a year who are studying abroad, uh, as well as at schools within the United States. The first step towards becoming approved for GI Bill benefits is to contact the state approving agency in the various states in which the schools are located. For international schools, VA handles the approval, but we do have these state entities that we work with uh, under contract to verify that schools and programs meet the approval requirements and deliver on the promises that, that they make to America's veterans and other GI Bill beneficiaries to make sure that they do meet those requirements and, and really are providing good value to the taxpayers. We also provide oversight over schools as well. We do periodic compliance reviews. We also work with our state approving agencies and federal law enforcement partners to take action against schools if we notice problems. Sometimes they're small, they can be remediated. Other times uh, we find that we do need to pull the approval of those programs in order to ensure that people are getting value for their money and, and no one is uh, wasting their benefits. We also provide information on schools and allow potential students to compare schools on a tool that we have online called the GI Bill Comparison Tool. Uh, that's been around for, I believe it's about eight years now, since about 2014. And just recently, we made some enhancements to it, allowing for side-by-side -side comparisons of schools, the benefits that the individuals can receive while they're at the school. Uh, it provides information as to whether or not they participate in the uh, yellow ribbon matching program for expensive uh, programs that may exceed what the normal GI Bill can pay, uh, as well as providing information on the type of school, the accreditation status, et cetera. There are any number of uh, types of programs that an individual can pursue their training at with GI Bill benefits. Those can be degree programs, undergraduate or graduate, as well as certificate and diploma programs and on-the-job training and apprenticeship uh, training programs as well. 
They can be searched by uh, zip code and area if individuals are, are looking for something in their local geographical area as well. So it's not just colleges and universities. Um, some of them are not necessarily accredited, such as OJT and apprenticeship programs, although they may be uh, registered with the Department of Labor as a registered apprenticeship program. But information on all of those programs is available on our GI Bill comparison tool, uh, which if you search uh, in Google or any search engine of your choice, and I know that most of us do use Google, if you search for GI Bill comparison tool, it'll come right up and you can search away and do comparisons. And one of the things that we really love about that is it allows our GI Bill beneficiaries to make informed choices about how to use those benefits that they've worked so hard uh, to gain eligibility to. Our guest today, for those who tuned in late, is James Ruhlman, Deputy Director, Program Management, Veterans Benefit Administration, Education Services. And you just touched on something I think that's very important. What kind of counseling do you give to the people who want to use the GI Bill? For instance, as an example, (laughs) back during the dark ages, when I still had the GI Bill, I decided that I would use my GI Bill to learn to fly airplanes. And it would have been better if I'd used my GI Bill to sit down and get my master's degree. Nobody then counseled me. They just said, okay, if that's what you want to do, away you go. Is there any counseling process? Yes, we do actually have counseling available. It is optional. Uh, We find that many of our beneficiaries are actually continuing their training based upon degrees or certifications that they may have received while they were serving on active duty or in the reserves. And others who really aren't sure what they want to do post-military service or dependents who who aren't certain what they want to do after they complete high school. Uh, So we do have educational and vocational counseling. And this counseling is done in partnership with other folks within the Veterans Benefits Administration who have specialized skills in doing that vocational and educational assessment. And they will look at an individual's interests and aptitudes and help them plan their educational and vocational future by looking really at what is best suited to them and what they will need in order to succeed in their chosen vocation. But yes, educational and vocational counseling is available to all of our various GI Bill beneficiaries under those GI Bill programs if they want it. And for those who already know what they want, they can go straight to that comparison tool and and, uh, make some decisions regarding next steps. You know, that's really interesting because I think a lot of us, we really didn't know what we wanted to do. And when you think of the GI Bill, for the most part, you think of college, but there's a lot of vocational programs also involved. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we've really been focusing on, especially uh, lately and during the pandemic, as we've started to roll out some of these more recent specialized programs. I mentioned the Vet Tech High Technology Pilot Program, which was a part of the uh, Harry W. Comery Educational Assistance Improvements Act. Uh, And that is for high-tech schools, generally coding boot camps and things like that, where folks can work on coding uh, software, web development, working with data, and types of educational institutions that weren't 
traditionally approved for GI Bill benefits and weren't generally sought out. And it's really a great program for individuals who go into it because we pay the housing allowance, we pay the tuition and fees, and it's actually set up in an outcome-based payment structure for the school, whereby the school gets paid part of the tuition and fees when a student enrolls part when they complete the program. And the final payment, if they receive uh, employment, obtain employment within their program field of study within 180 days of graduation. Well, so it really school. focuses yep, on making sure that the school recruits, supports, and equips those students for success in order to get paid. And that's been an incredibly popular program. I also mentioned our VRAP program, the Rapid Retraining Assistance Program, which has a similar payment scheme. And it's not necessarily focused on high-tech training. It's focused on training that is related to high-demand occupations. We've got about a minute left. Is there one last thing you'd like to share in order to make sure that we've covered as much as we could in the time we had? Sure. What I would absolutely say is to find out more information about these wonderful programs. And I could talk with you, Bill, as well as everyone out in the listening universe all day about these wonderful I programs. could listen. Go to benefits.va.gov, click on education, and open up that wealth of knowledge and look and see what's out there. Don't limit yourselves based upon thoughts of just degree programs like we talked about earlier. There's all kinds of different training programs out there that are focused on degree, non-degree pilot programs. For example, we can pay for vocational flight training so somebody can become an air, air, air transport pilot as well. But go to that website and look to see what's out there and don't limit yourself to uh, what folks traditionally thought of as the GI Bill, which was just going to college. Deputy Director Ruhlman, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself often, because you are, you know. And we'll catch you again on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.